Okay. All right. Look at you. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome, everyone, to episode nine of That's Not What Andrea Told Me. We're always excited for our episodes, but this one has us particularly giddy. We are joined tonight by our dear friend and travel buddy, Dawn Poirier. How do I didn't mess it up again? Why did I do that? Can I just say Dawn? We don't say her last name. Why do we have to give her well, last name? Poirier is also fine. Okay. It, it is. She's it such is. a good friend. We don't even know her. <laughs> say it again. It's hard to say. It's hard to Poirier. say. Poirier. Poirier. Okay. All right. So All right. I feel like there are three versions. Poirier. Poirier or Poirier? Poirier. Okay. We are joined tonight by our dear friend and travel buddy, Don Poirier. No. <laughs> now I messed up. Now I messed up. Hi, Don. <laughs> Hi. I'm sorry. I have a complicated last name. <laughs> I shouldn't be complaining because ours is really hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, Andrea, you're you're just be quiet over there. I will. <laughs> um, so Dawn, to get us started, tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, what you do, etc. Okie dokes. Well, I was a military brat, so I have lived in maybe more places than the average person. Maybe most uh, unique is that I actually enjoyed it because a lot of other quote unquote military brats that I've spoken to hated all the travel they had to do. I loved it. Of course, when I was a youngster, I like hemmed and hawed about having to leave my friends. But in retrospect, I, I loved it. And it, I think that's the, the igniting of the flame for my wanderlust. But now I've been in New York probably the longest I've lived anywhere. I've been here since 2004. And because I have many, many interests, I wear a lot of hats professionally. I came to New York to dance professionally. And I started a dance company with college friends and we had that going for about seven years. Then one got a teaching job at the UArts in Philly. One got pregnant and I decided I wanted to go back to school for a master's in nutrition. So then I became a dietitian. All the while, my day job was personal trainer. So now I primarily work as a personal trainer and a dietitian. And thanks to the pandemic, it's all virtual, but also truly thanks to the pandemic because it's turned out to be fantastic for me that it's all virtual. And now my husband and I and another couple own a brewery. So I'm also working at the brewery kind of behind the scenes and a little bit, you know, in the tap room. Mm -hmm. And very, very part-time, I'm teaching dance at a community college nearby. And I'm also working as a teaching assistant online for nutrition courses out of the University of Texas. So there's a lot of of stuff going on. (laughs) (laughs) So let's put in a plug for any of our listeners. If they happen to be in the Long Island area, tell, tell us a little bit about your brewery. Yes, it is on the North Shore in Bayville. And it is called Old Tap and Brewing Company. And we just turned two years old on July 12th. And we have been so fortunate and so grateful for our community because they, even through this pandemic, like we we started the summer before the pandemic, had a great first year. Mm -hmm. And then the community has just been so supportive and have come out in any way that they could to make sure that we stay alive and we're doing just fine. And it's, it's, you know, all because of our community. That's awesome. And Casey and I can both say as non-beer drinkers, I I for sure sampled your beer in Zion Mm -hmm. and I thought it was good as a person who doesn't drink. Yeah. So 
Yeah, um, I think I liked the one with the crazy bird. Yeah. The bionic osprey IPA. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing I enjoy so much on Instagram. The the beer names that you guys come up with are so creative and so cool. And the labels, you guys have a local artist who does your labels? Not local. We Uh are, I don't know how Matt, my husband, and his partner got connected to the graphic design company we work with because they're out of Michigan, Mm -hmm. but somehow they got connected and we've just been with them this whole time. And they're, it's just great. It's been a great Mm -hmm. uh, symbiotic relationship. Yeah. It's super cool. I can't wait to fly up there and hang out. Go kayaking yeah. with some beer. <laughs> yeah. That's how we watched the 4th of July this year, and it was awesome. Oh, oh that sounds amazing. Sure does. Yes. As of right now, I don't care for the 4th because people set off fireworks three days before, two days before, one day before, two days after. Right. Anyways. right. Um, or the rest of the summer after. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, so, Dawn, we're excited to have you on today because you are uh, rapidly becoming, I think, one of our favorite travel buddies besides each other. So, <laughs> in our last episode, we focused primarily on international travel, and we do plan to do sort of a series of travel because we also have a lot of cool domestic things like our Zion trip that we really liked. We just realized it would have been a super long episode, so that's why we focused on, on international travel in our last episode. So, your episode is going to release three weeks after and so we want to just kind of follow up since you are such a such a big traveler and so with that we're going to segue into our our questions and like we mentioned we you know may bounce around so just be ready for that but I think one of the things we talked about in our first episode was the first places that we went that that Casey and I went so where's the first international place that you traveled well, I traveled as a two-year-old to go live in Germany. <laughs> that, was, that was my very first international travel. And of course, I was so young. So I lived yeah. in Germany from two to six years old. And we did travel and vacation all around. But I feel like my memories are from my parents retelling mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. So I think the first place that I traveled internationally was, let's see if I can even remember, was probably a backpacking trip around Europe where I, if I'm remembering, it was England, Spain, France, and Italy. Wow. Oh, awesome. And, oh, and Germany like, and Germany. Okay. And you mean like legit backpacking, like living out of your pack, hostels, yes. that kind of yes. backpacking trip. Yes. Sleeping in train stations because you always arrive at five o'clock in the morning and nothing's open. So mm-hmm. you're just going to camp out in the train station until yeah. something opens. <laughs> was that was a post high school or post college? Um, I think that was like a spring break time. Wow. Maybe that was a summertime during college. Okay. That is so great. I'm such a bad that judge is. of time <laughs> that I couldn't tell you when that was. <laughs> I was young. (laughs) Do you think you could do a trip like that now? I think that I would be a total dork and like literally train for a trip like that now. So I would train for the weight of my backpack and I would train to, you know, I would plan out where I was going. Like that was very much a like, let's just go to Barcelona and see what happens. Uh Let's just hop on this train and go wherever it goes. I don't know if I would do that again. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't like to be tired and hungry (laughs) anymore. Same. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I know my patience for that is very thin. 
<laughs> and sleeping I'm all on for the ground. adventure. Exactly. But I, you know, at this point, I want to know where I'm sleeping. It can mm -hmm. be a tent. I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. But where am I sleeping and when do I get to eat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are fair questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that kind of answered one question, which is like, what type of travel would you would you do or, or not do? So you probably would backpack again. I mean, you, and you do that actually. Yeah. Like when you go to South America, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, then it turns into, I don't know, when you think of backpacking in Europe, I don't necessarily think it's camping, but mm -hmm. like when I backpack in South America, it's more like camping Yeah. in my mind. Although like uh, the trip that we took or we met on in Peru that was pretty bougie, you know, yeah. just sort of strolling from lodge to lodge. <laughs> Somebody else carried our bags, know. you know. It was <laughs> the best. <laughs> I, I, I've done quite a range of travel. I like them all. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, we, we talked a little bit about that, like, you know, when you travel with people and whether or not they're willing to be flexible. And like, and I do feel like you're a very flexible traveler so long as you are fed and have sleep. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Do you want, you want me to go next case? Cause you didn't really get yep. to ask. Okay. Oh, no, you go ahead. Okay. So what is the most favorite place that you have traveled to and why? I actually have the hardest time with favorites mm -hmm. because everything is like moment, mood, like life moment in life specific. I, there's not really anywhere that I've hated. Yeah. I'm currently in love with Peru and mm -hmm. it's killing me that I haven't been able to be back since COVID. So I've gone back three times and last year was the first year that I hadn't been back. And now I'm, it looks like I'm not going to go this year either. I was tentatively thinking maybe this November, but it's not looking good mm -hmm. with the Delta variant. So hopefully I can go back next year, but I can also say, my sensibilities are changing. Like I'm kind of looking back out East now. And I'm thinking I used to want to do a hiking slash river rafting trip in Nepal, but oh, yeah. the river rafting might be, it might be a little too aggressive for my likes these days. So mm. I, I, now I'm looking at maybe doing just a hiking trip in Bhutan, mm. but That's I don't know when the world is going to open up like that, mm. you know, where it's really, truly safe and healthy. Yeah. 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 You've been talking about that Nepal trip since, since we all met in Peru. So yeah. 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 I need, I need to get myself out in that area of the world next, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah it's I definitely agree. an amazing area. And we um, haven't explored it very much. No, I, I uh, haven't at all. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been anywhere and I haven't been, well, we went, if you, if you think of China, as a landmass, yeah, we were in South Korea, but like we've never been to mainland China, or we were in the Japan airport. But then, yeah, like you go up and then you go over like towards the Middle East. Yeah. I haven't been anywhere in there. Mm -mm. Yeah. But so, what is it about Peru that you, do you think that keeps drawing you back? And are, are there any other places you've been to as many times? No, not that I can think of offhand. There hasn't been. And my story about why I feel so drawn is absolutely corny. So get ready. Okay. <laughs> we like it. I, I feel like my soul was first born 
in the Andes Mountains. I feel like in some way, somehow, I originate from those mountains. Yeah. When we did our trek over the Salkantai Pass, it, was, it felt utterly magical to me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we also experienced four seasons in that one day as we went mm-hmm. up and over that 14,500 foot pass, yeah. it just all of it was magical from the shaman doing a ritual for safe passage mm-hmm. with all the seasons, the beautiful glacial lake. The, I mean, obviously all of those things are really, they heighten your senses anyway, mm-hmm. but it just, for me, instead of hiding tightening my senses and making me feel like I'm sort of like flying away that this is so exciting it was very grounding and very calming and very like I felt like I was home mm-hmm. and it, oh. I know it sounds so corny as a white woman <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so no but I um, I'm thinking that I kind of I might I haven't dove into it too much but I'm thinking I sort of believe in reincarnation and I think my soul originated there yeah yeah I love that Mm -hmm. I love that yeah because I sort of experienced the opposite in terms of like the heightened sense like I feel like now when I look back on it I wasn't so much at peace I was like super hyped up and so I don't in my mind it feels fast forwarded if that makes sense yeah like it's on double speed yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I almost just feel like I have little snapshots of particularly the, the day that we summited. Some of that was just being freezing, but yeah. So I, I love that, that you had that experience of like being, feeling at peace. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. I'm reading a book well, series right now and it's, it's kind of sci-fi, but they have this land sense. So they're connected very physically to the land that they live on. Like they can communicate with it. And I was thinking about that in terms of the draw I feel towards Ireland. Like that's how I feel about going to Ireland. Like it just, like, I want to be there. I want to just be anywhere there because uh, there's something about it. So I don't think that's weird. I think that there are places that we have some kind of connection to yeah. and they just, even though they're not home and they may never be home, they, they, there's some kind of sense you get from being there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. You know, I've been thinking a lot about place and like sense of place because every time I drive into Texas for a trip, I'm not kidding. It is like I cross that border from Louisiana into Texas and it, it is an instantaneous I'm home. And I don't, even though my actual home is in Alabama, I don't feel that way when I cross back over into Alabama. You know what I mean? So I do think there's some very interesting stuff around place and, and I don't know, these, these places that uh, speak to your soul in that way. Yeah. 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 I feel like I I have a connection like that, although I feel like I can rationalize it differently, but Mm -hmm. my, I have a connection like that to New Mexico. So Mm -hmm. when we left Germany, my father retired from, or sorry, no, he hadn't retired yet. We were just coming back stateside. And we went to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm. And I had a very, very similar experience there. And every time I go back, there's a sense of, ah, oh, I'm mm-hmm. back home. But I don't know for that, if it is the land or if that's where I really first started to make my own memory, have a deeper connection to friends, like start mm-hmm. to socialize beyond my family more. Right. So, I mean, maybe it's all of it combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, New Mexico was like that for me. Yeah, you definitely picked the right podcast to come on and be hippy dippy. <laughs> we love that stuff. We love it. So was our trip that we met on, was that your first Peru visit? 
Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. So one of the things Casey and I felt really good planning and taking this big hiking trip to Peru because we had each other, right? But you tend to travel alone for the most part. And so, I mean, speaking both to Peru as well as the other trips that you've taken, how did you get comfortable with traveling alone? And a lot of our podcast listeners are our friends and and other women. So do you have any tips for women who might want to branch out and take a trip on their own, but are kind of scared to do so? It's, it's interesting. So I th- I, there's a couple of th- thoughts with that. So first is, it was something I had to force myself to do initially for my own growth and development, because I am an introverted person. I don't enjoy, I don't, sorry, it's not that I don't enjoy. I don't renew my energy by being with people. I've mm-hmm. got to then go be by myself and relax in order to renew my energy. I feel you. So, it's hard for me to then go out and be by myself because you've got to put out so much energy in order to figure out directions, figure out where you want to go, decide the energy that you want to be surrounded by again, as, as hokey as that sounds, but like to go out to dinner by yourself at night when it's dark, like not five o'clock, not an early dinner four or five o'clock, but to like go out by yourself in a strange town at eight o'clock at night, that's, that's a different energy than it is if you're taking, you know, a super early dinner or a late lunch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I actually started experimenting doing that on my own in the States, Mm -hmm. like traveling the mid to Northern California by myself and uh, traveling just across country by myself in little spurts. Mm -hmm. Then with the dance company, when I had collaborated with, when I got to New York, did trips like the whole company would go down to Mexico to perform, but I would have to leave at a different time. So just taking that travel by myself. So I had to fly into Mexico city airport, figure out where the bus was that I needed, get on the right bus and then travel two to three hours South to Puebla. Yeah. So I, I had little spurts of practice like that. And, and so then it gave me confidence. And I also realized you are not necessarily alone. There's always going to be, in my experience, somebody who's willing to help you Mm -hmm. and somebody who's like you guys, like Mm -hmm. meeting you guys. We just, I feel like we just gelled so easily, so Mm -hmm. quickly Mm -hmm. so that when your extra stay in Aguas Calientes was done and you came back to Cusco, we just reconnected Mm -hmm. and we toured around Cusco together. And it felt so easy, even though we had just met, you know, So I find that that actually, that feeling can happen a lot. And I'm sure it has a lot to do with the personalities involved. But if you can keep yourself relaxed and open, then I I find that that happens a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. Because to me, that's the the, the obstacle, but the tricky part is keeping yourself relaxed and open for Mm -hmm. me, you know, because I don't, I'm also very extroverted. So I love to be with other people, but yeah, like I, I just feel like I would be so anxious to not have somebody to go with me through the thing. I feel like I had a, a like gateway into Peru. So before Peru, I had an absolutely wonderful personal training client who she paid for me to go on a trip with her 
where we did a two week river rafting trip from the Yukon in Alaska. I mean, the Yukon in Canada mm-hmm. to Alaska. Okay. And so on that trip, I met uh, three river guides and their, some of their families, because it ended up being like a teaching trip for some of the guides. And so they just took their families and it was a smaller guest number than okay. usual. So one of the guides is from Peru and he and I became friends. So then when I went to Peru, he picked me up at the airport. He showed me around Cusco. He drove me to the Sacred Valley, which is where I started my trip. So I had like a little transition into the area. And then he gave me all these things. He's like, when you're for your time in the Sacred Valley, go here, do this, try this restaurant. He connected me with a hotel that his family has something to do with. And so I I had some connections and then I was on my own for maybe four or five days and then made my way back to Cusco and then our trip started. So it's like I had little connections here and there. Yeah. So that helps too, like land posts. So you're not totally, totally alone. Yeah. You're not just dropped into a new country trying to figure it out. Yeah. 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 Cause I was trying to remember when we landed in Cusco, didn't the, ho- so we stayed at a hotel that was sort of like sanctioned by mountain lodges. So I believe somebody affiliated with mountain lodges picked us up, got us to the hotel in Cusco. Am I correct about that, Casey? Yeah. I'm trying, I was trying to remember because it, it's, blurring a little bit but we were for sure in like a van so I feel like maybe I paid extra yeah for them to just like get us and take us where we needed to be yeah um but no not many other people like in our little group were at that hotel I think it was only the couple that we ended up not liking yep um they were the only other ones staying there but yeah so that it had to have been yeah it was like they told us to stay there or something like that I think there were two or three different hotels that were sort of sanctioned or whatever yeah. by um, it was delightful oh it was I loved it very much yeah that, that is just really cool I I don't know that I have any desire to travel alone I do enjoy some alone time which I think was something that was nice both about Zion and the Peru trip which are the only two things I've really done recently is that you did have some because we they were outdoors and so like wide open spaces you had a minute to like walk by yourself and think about your day or sit on the porch, you know, at our little cabin in Zion. So I I love having that ability, but always having a buddy. (laughs) I think, I, I think also for me, uh, living in New York, that, that made me feel much more confident to be able to go out and, and travel and Mm -hmm. do a whole, a whole bunch of things by myself. Yeah. So, cause in New York, it's just like, that's everybody operates by themselves the majority of the day and then you connect maybe with friends or family or whatever but you have to be so incredibly confident self-sufficient independent to live in New York City yeah so that definitely helped me a lot and and I I have the feeling of well if I can live on my own in New York City I can go anywhere just about by myself yeah so that that has helped a lot yeah yeah, because that was the, I had to travel to New York for New York City for work when I was 22, 23. And to your point of, can you eat at a restaurant by yourself after dark? I could not. I just ordered pizza. Yeah. It, like right. I would just order takeout because I was like, I can't go anywhere. It's too scary. 
And that's it. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. weird because we grow up, you know, doing all of that with family, with friends. So suddenly to be, do it alone, it's like, oh. But I mean, it's it. New York was also a great way to practice because everybody just did that. So then, yeah. you know, I'd go to a movie by myself. Yeah. Like, you know, when I was single and I wanted to do something brunchy on a Sunday, but all my friends were busy, I'd go to Starbucks, I'd get a coffee and an egg sandwich and I'd take myself to a movie yeah. and, you know, like stuff like that in my early twenties, I would have never done. Yeah. But, you know, living in New York, also being, getting older, you know, yeah, you care less and less what other people think. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. things I'm willing to wear in public now are really showing oh, yeah. that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and, and thanks to COVID too. Mm-hmm. What do yes. you mean I have to change out of my pajamas? <laughs> yeah. That's some BS. <laughs> Pants with a waistband? I don't think so. The worst. A belt? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I donated all my belts. I think I looked at them a couple months ago and was like, when will I ever win? Don't need these anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these don't go with joggers. It's <laughs> <laughs> really true. So you kind of, you already talked about this a little bit, but pretty quickly into our hike through Peru, you became an, an honorary Eckelman sister. And I think our only one, I don't think we've ever brought someone into our fold. Mm-hmm like like you yeah Yeah. so what made you decide that you wanted in on all this Mm -hmm. crazy (laughs) on all this crazy you guys were so easy (laughs) played you like like, a fiddle (laughs) connecting with you guys was effortless it I you know there was an there was the essence or that same feeling you get when you've known somebody for a long time. Like yeah. talking to you wasn't awkward. Mm-hmm. You each can, you know, you've helped me, the introvert, mm-hmm. carry on a conversation. Like you, you were just so easy to get along with. I, I don't know. It felt, it felt seamless. It felt like that's mm-hmm. just the way it was supposed to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. But I love that. Cause I, I think there is sometimes an element to mine and Casey's relationship because we're very close. We have a lot of inside jokes. We tend to talk quickly to each other. It's not like we have our own language or anything, but we just, we understand each other on a slightly different level. And so I think there are a lot of people that feel intimidated or uncomfortable by that. Excluded. Yeah, exactly. And including our mom. Yeah. Like our mom, (laughs) we, and we don't need to do that, you know? Um, and so I love that we didn't make you feel that way, right? That, that you felt like, like you were one of us and, you know, we could. Well, and I, I find it very entertaining. And also I think that I maybe had just inserted myself, whether you guys <laughs> wanted me to or not. <laughs> oh, we, we welcomed it. <laughs> it was so fun. I love looking back at the pictures like, oh, it's a sister picture. It's the three of us. <laughs> That's what I mean. I feel like I jumped into all your pictures. Like, woohoo! <laughs> You're not in all of them. Do it. Yeah. But that should be how we, when we promo this episode, we should have a sister picture, both from Peru and from Zion. Okay. Yeah. Will do. Yeah. 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 I think on that trip specifically, I think we got really lucky in having that kind of feeling with almost everybody. Right. I mean, literally, I think what, except for the weird couple, like it was just, everyone was easy to talk to. And we all talked about this a little bit on our Zion trip. It's not that we all believe the same things or think the exact same way. It's just some kind of likeness uh, or similarity 
that that allows us all to to a travel well together, which I really do think is unique too. And then also to continue to want to <laughs> hang out, be together. Yeah. yeah, it was very nice in Zion to realize that it that Peru was not a one off. That yeah. we mm-hmm. could actually we could do this. We can have reunion yeah. trips, and it is mm-hmm. equally as fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it is, if you think about it, like we are such varied ages and backgrounds yeah. and yeah. careers and places in our careers and parents, not parents. You know, I mean, it's just such a wide variety and it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Or, or, or I guess I shouldn't say that it matters. I think it contributes to fun and engaging conversations and, you know, sort of back and forths in a way that maybe wouldn't happen if we all had everything in common or whatever, you know? So I love it. And it was nice too, because I was able to just bring Russell into the Zion trip with like no background. And it was just kind of like, oh, here's my husband. Yeah. (laughs) Here's everybody. Yeah. And And I feel like that was pretty seamless too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's he's a chameleon. So I wasn't super worried about him overall. Yeah. But, but you never know about adding some, you know, adding somebody new to him. Yeah. What it's going to do. No, I, th- I thought it was, I thought it went great. Mm-hmm. Well, so Dawn, this question's a little premature given Delta variant and Lambda variant and Delta plus and Delta plus plus. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> in a perfect world where we have tamed this pandemic, what is next for you? Well, hopefully the very next thing will be going back to Peru in order to hear my favorite reggae band, Laguna Pie, finally. Because every time I've tried to go, I miss them. And then to venture further east, like I was saying earlier and maybe go to Bataan. I would love to do our Scotland trip, but I, I I understand why that's going to get postponed. Yeah. (laughs) But hopefully in 2020, which is a good cadence for us anyways. Yeah. 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 And that's the year. (gasps) Oh, we have to celebrate. Yeah. So 2023, how old will I be? Oh, Uh, I'll only be 48. I'll be 48. But that's perfect though. 48. Because two years later, yeah. we'll go for your 50s. 50th, we'll go big. Yeah. yeah. If uh, Larry and Danielle postpone Kilimanjaro, maybe we can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get in on that. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. supposed to do that in January. Yeah. I, I haven't talked to them. I was going to go see them, but the summer, but it just, well, I ended up going back to Texas two different times. And <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Yeah totally fine. You know, the other thing I really want to do, and I, I don't know that this is a thing we'll necessarily do as a big group because Doug and Annette have done it, but it's New Zealand. I yes, really, really want to do New Zealand. I've never been mm-hmm. to New Zealand or Australia and either. The, the hike that they did sounded so cool. Mm-hmm. So yes. I would love to and get that in our routine. Debbie had done that one too. And she liked it so much. She, we put it on our list after she told us about That's it. Right. That's right. That's yes. right. Yeah. I would like to do that as well. So yeah. if you guys dream that up before a reunion trip, let me know. I'll go with you. Okay. okay. Yeah, Probably that's just not. gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be so hard because it's such a long flight. It's like you really yeah. need to, and I feel like we learned this going to Korea, is that like you really need at least two weeks because you're otherwise you you're wasting like a full day on a plane mm-hmm. and in airports. Yeah. So it's just that one is just gonna be timing but I am working on getting yeah. the kids their passports mm-hmm. <laughs> strap those kids in some backpacks let's go on a trek hey get some baby hiking boots that's mm-hmm. right 
I'm positive that Danielle would like the extra weight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'll give her the 40 pound kid. Yeah, do that. <laughs> He's as big as she is. <laughs> it's true he is. Well, Dawn, I'm looking forward to the days we can travel together again. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too. In the meantime, I'm going to plan me a trip up to up to Long Island just to hang out. Awesome. I'll probably be here, but I'll try and invite myself. <laughs> There's lots we can do with enough advanced planning. Yep. <laughs> All right, little bit. Always love talking to you. Love talking to you, Don. We love having you on as the honorary Eckelman sister. Right. Thank Thanks you, guys. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And yeah. Working with our crazy schedules. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let it. Let the school semester begin, huh? No joke. No joke. All right, Case. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.